Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is July 23rd, 2021, and this is broadcast number eight of our show. A lot of exciting things going on in the world uh, today, actually, um, and this past week, I'm going to touch on that in our next uh, 14 and a half minutes. Two events happening today. Uh, one probably already has happened by the time you listen to this recording, and that is uh, the Olympic Games. The Olympics uh, are beginning today. Actually, some of the events have uh, already already begun because they, they take so long. They've started uh, already. Opening ceremonies... Uh, when I looked, it was uh, scheduled for 7 a.m. Eastern Time. I think that's 7 p.m. Uh, in Japan. I have it in my head that Japan is like the exact opposite of ours. I, I imagine they, they probably have more than one time zone. I could easily look this up. <laughs> but uh, I have it in my head that it's, it's the exact opposite. So something's happening in the morning there. It's, it's evening here. I know that the replay of the opening ceremonies, and I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll make it nice for TV, and I appreciate that, uh, because uh, these things are television shows. That'll be on this evening, I, th- I believe it's uh, airing at 7 p.m. tonight in the East, uh, where, I, where all the cool people live. Um, cool thing about the Olympics is that people are watching uh, from all over the world, and uh, you have the choice, I guess, if, if things are happening on the other side of the world, you can, you can find out the result of something you're going to watch later if you live on the other side of the world, or you can uh, keep yourself, uh, try, you know, try to tune out other things happening and uh, watch it going in fresh. Speaking of going in fresh, the other thing I've got today, and I'm, I'm not going to talk a whole lot about it because I, I mentioned it last week, I've been so excited about watching the premiere episode of season two of Ted Lasso. Uh, that comes out uh, today as well. That's You may have already seen this first episode by the time you listen to this podcast, but it's out today if you're listening to this on Friday. And as I understand, they're going to wa- drop one episode every week. Like we used to do uh, back when I was growing up, you had to wait for the next week before you saw your next episode. Um, I will certainly be watching those as soon as they come out. Big fan of Ted Lasso and really excited about the Olympics, too. I mentioned this last week. Felt that I got a little cheated out of it last year. Uh, we all did. Got to make up for it this year. Very excited about this coming up. And I've had the opportunity, and I've taken advantage of the opportunity, to see several uh, things on TV. I'm doing the air quotes with my fingers right now. TV. The thing that we used to call TV, um, streaming items uh, these days, we all are, and uh, there have been several that have been worth your investment over the past uh, week or so that I've seen. And it, if you don't have a particular streaming service, like I'm sure there's some kind of free trial, take advantage of it because this is the week you want this. Three things. Now, if you've read my blog, you'd know this already. These are hyped at MikeOConnellJr.com. I'm also mentioning to you these three particular things which made me so happy this week, and I have been looking forward 
to them uh, since I saw them advertised. The first, this was on HBO, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Now, to me, who grew up in the 90s, uh, to me, Space Jam did not need to be remade. That movie is well-nigh perfect, did not need to be remade. However, I was intrigued when I saw that a new Space Jam movie was in the works uh, with LeBron James in the uh, in the Michael Jordan role, I guess you might say. No, LeBron does not play baseball. It's a different story. And honestly, th there's more of a story to this one, the 2021 version, than there was to the original. And the, the plot actually involves, you know, parenthood and being true to yourself and not living out your own dreams through your children and letting your children live their own lives, you living your own life. These are themes uh, which come up in the new Space Jam movie. I don't want to give too much away, um, but uh, it's good. It, it's worth your time. I, I know many critics have, have panned the thing. You, you won't hear that here. Uh, it made a lot of money at the box office, and I, I hope uh, HBO put up a, a bunch of money for it too so the people who made this movie can uh, can make a few bucks because they deserve it. The movie's good. And LeBron's acting, I mean, I know there are some haters out there, but come on, the, the guy's an athlete, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, this this isn't Citizen Kane we're watching. Like, nobody is watching and thinking this guy's going to be a polished Shakespearean actor. Like, for what it is, it's good. I think Jordan's the same way. Both of those guys, now I don't know them at all, uh, maybe they're jerks in real life, but both of them seem like likable people, and that comes across on, on the screen. And uh, I'm not prepared to say which one of them is a better player. I'm not prepared to say which one of them is a better actor. As far as the movies, well, yeah, of course, I like. I was like the, the earlier one, like from when you're a kid, you like that one more. But new Space Jam movie, it's good, and it, it brings in 21st century issues of um, gaming is a big part of it and the the younger generation versus uh, the older generation I'm part of the older generation like Le LeBron's a few years younger than I am but like LeBron and I are more the same age and like our kids are the same age that um, there is a, a generational gulf there people who are from the 20th century and from the 21st century and how we consume media Etc. These are the kinds of things that come up with uh, that come up in my classes as well. So I, I recommend that one. Second, and I, I've been looking forward to this one uh, for some time, and I I didn't realize exactly how much I was going to like this. On Hulu, there is a documentary of sorts called McCartney Three Two One. Still haven't figured out why they call it that. It's Paul McCartney. And Rick Rubin, now, if you don't know the name Rick Rubin, well, nobody does because he's, he's Mr. Behind the Scenes. He's been behind the scenes of you know the, every major act of, of hip-hop in the, in the 80s and 90s. Um, found Def Jam Records. Uh, eventually, kind of went commercial, went to uh, Columbia Records. Uh, and uh, I think former president of Columbia Records. I'm, I'm cautious to, to give any titles wrong, or give any dates wrong. I realized last week, this slight aside here, that I, in my excitement talking about Ken Griffey Jr. last week, that um, 
I credited him with a home run in his first Major League Baseball game. It was, in fact, a double. Uh, the, the double uh, double in size, it, it became a home run. I was incorrect about that, but yeah, Griffey did have a, a hit, an extra base hit in his first game. I was so excited talking about Griffey last week that I inflated his stats. So I don't want to give uh, Mr. Rubens uh, positions incorrect, but he's been a leading producer for 30, 40 years now, and he, he's got the gravitas to talk to McCartney, like famous musician to famous musician. And it, it's basically like a, my dinner with Andre. Like, I, I didn't know what to ex- expect. Like, I figured, ah, dude, Beatles documentary. I've already seen a million Beatles documentaries. I pretty much know the story. But yeah, I'll watch it one more time. It's fine. But this, it was so different and so good. First of all, it's filmed in black and white. And these two legends talking to one another, similar to like a My Dinner with Andre kind of conversation, but just talking about pop music in the early days of the Beatles and really all of Paul's career and, and letting the music stand out. Like, forget the stories behind things. Like, letting the music stand out. I put this on the blog, it's like when George Martin, when Beatles producer George Martin gets mentioned way more than Ed Sullivan, I don't think Ed Sullivan is mentioned at all, like you know you're listening to a good documentary and you're actually focusing on the music. And uh, Rick Rubin, of course, is, you know, he's Mr. Producer and he's got all the old Beatles tapes and he's like remixing things, he'll like bring up the bass, bring down the vocals, have just the vocals, and he's toying with the the dials and levers, and you know, he's like a scientist working the controls, and you get to hear things that you haven't heard before, even if you've memorized every Beatles song, there are things in there that you haven't heard before, and it's really cool to see it all come together, and uh, you know, both of those guys are are you know at the tops of their games and they're interesting storytellers and they're able to talk smartly about the music and it's not just hey wasn't it cute when the Beatles were on the Ed Sullivan show like that's that's zero percent of it it's really about uh, the music and and the production and they they go to great lengths to talk about Paul's playing and the way in which the music was produced, which I think is just fascinating and has been lacking in other Beatles documentaries. Speaking of documentaries, so this one had no uh, no lead up for me. I, I didn't even know this existed until I searched up the McCartney uh, documentary on Hulu. It says, you know, they always give you ideas like, well, uh, customer, if you liked this particular offering of ours, uh, perhaps you would like to watch this as well. And this one comes up, it's called Summer of Soul, and it, Questlove uh, is, is the uh, director behind this, and uh, it's so good, it, and it, because it's about something that you probably don't know about. I did not know about the Harlem Cultural Festival of 1969, which took place during the same summer as Woodstock, and this was, they even mentioned this, um, that this, it's kind of like the Black Woodstock. And I think it's because it happened during the same time. It was, it was mostly black performers and black audience members that um, yeah, you can't help but think of it as the, the Black Woodstock. Um, takes place during, you know, the moon landing and, 
and war in Vietnam. There's so many things going on at the same time. This event kind of, uh, you know, fell to the back pages of the news. And, um, and they, they talk about that and like the, the racial aspect and the political aspect of, of why this wasn't as big a deal as some other things. And, um, I'm I'm watching it kind of like you know show me the next tune show me the next tune because the 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 racial aspect and the political aspect of it uh, it's it's unfortunate to hear of like if if there was you know the news of the time was only covering the white events and not the black events well yeah that that's a travesty and and now just now we're we're seeing this thing because there are musical gems in there it's all the major black acts of the era. Just watch the thing for Stevie Wonder alone. Great. Uh, here, B.B. King and Sly and the Family Stone, which was um, an interracial group, uh, which which was uh, noteworthy. Um, you got Nina Simone on there, and like Max Roach uh, in his in his later days, like I don't want to say post jazz, like it was always jazz for Max Roach, but you know this this wasn't Charlie Parker. Um, though. Uh, seeing it all come together and it you know it's not just r&b there was a, a wide range of music uh including including gospel um and uh and old school uh r&b in early days of uh rock and roll and its transformation into jazz and, and or using jazz into fusion is kind of beyond a label i hate to hate to label any of it the movie is called Summer of Soul. It's worth two hours of your life. It's worth a subscription to Hulu to see this thing. And, and you, you know, the McCartney thing, too. And just been so, so pleased that not only did I get to see all these things, I got to see them from the comfort of my own home, basically for free. Uh, I, I still haven't gone to a movie theater, um, and I, I won't for a while. As, as long as I'm able to get these things at home, and included in the things I'm already paying for, well not going to a theater. I can make my own popcorn at home. And uh, I guess that's how we do it in 2021. We listen to uh, movies at home and we uh, listen to podcasts in our car. So this is uh, has been a pleasure for me to talk about these things. As I cue up the myself playing the piano again, this is a little going home. As I remind you, you've been listening to uh, Math Musings. Math Musings is... Presented by Michael O'Connell, that's me. For more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.